Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today, I'm Pina Lope. You guys, like, I've listened to your music for a couple of times now, but it's your videos that kill me. Like, how the fuck do you get the ideas for those videos? It's the videos, man. You gotta stay inspired. <laughs> um, creativity. Like, some of them, the one you mentioned, the, the suburbs video where we were passing out the money, that was like a day it just came to us. <laughs> you know, that's You're the like, key. Is once you get the inspiration, you just got to go for it. We're like, wouldn't this be funny? And once you start doing it, it kind of comes together naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't even plan that. It's like we got the money after we'd started the fake money. <laughs> we just yeah. drove up to the, the collaborator. His name's Bowen. He's yeah. a rapper from the Valley. And he's just like, when we showed up, he's like, hey, you guys, he handed us a bunch of fake money. And we're like, <laughs> can we use this in the video? He's like, sure. <laughs> You start giving it to kids. Uh, yeah, at the skate yeah, park. that was really, really fucking crazy. Um, so let's rewind a bit. Uh, before we get to soap of the video, um, how did you fall in love with music? Oh, it's always been, it's always been there. Probably my parents listening to it, listening to the radio. I remember when I was working like a job, I was working at home hardware and all I, we had the radio and there was a classic rock station mm. and there's nothing like being in a bad scenario and you hear the music and it's like, this is the salvation. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Just hearing it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work, you know, normal job. It's got to be in the music industry. Yeah. And for you? Um, just, yeah. Like my family was always playing music growing up and, um, you know, when your brain's developing, you don't really realize at the time when you're a kid, but it does really shape you know your your sonic palette and um yeah i just grew up playing playing the drums and just just loving music and uh, never really thought i'd be like an artist or a dj or what did you want to be um growing up well when growing up probably like a uh run a hot dog stand or something <laughs> <No> <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> <way>. <laughs> when i was really young Don't yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Then like maybe a veterinarian. I you know I love oh, animals, but okay. um and then when I came to Halifax, like I'm gonna be a marketing guy. Oh, and then me. I met this guy, and then we started. You know, it just kind of really naturally happened. You really never know where life's gonna take you. Right, right. Um, so, so like you know, you love music, and at what point did you think like you know you should play or even start DJing at all? As basically as early as I could. Oh, wow. I remember early on, like, being into electronic music, and I was like, how do people perform this live? And I was Googling it and then seeing DJing, and that was kind of the first time I wrapped my head around it. I was like, all right, this is what I got to do. This is the coolest thing ever. It is. It is. Like, you guys, like, you know, it's cool. It's cool what you guys do. Because, <laughs> like, it. I think, you know, jobs where you, like, people go to be happy. Yeah. That's kind of what you guys deliver. Like, you know, the music is great. The dancing is great. But the real thing I think DJs do is give people joy. I like, I love that. Definitely. Like, I'm super envious of that. <laughs> we always say that, like, a lot of times people go to a show and they, like, might not remember sp- the, any specific songs, but they remember the feeling. Yes. When they leave. It's like, well, did that make me happy? And that's the best thing you can do. It's just spread joy. You get what you give. So, you know, you make people happy. They make you happy. It's beautiful back and forth yeah totally yeah i um when i was at dalhousie like second year i just kind of same thing i just yeah the electronic stuff was really coming up with a lot of my friends they were lo- loving a lot of dance music and i just ordered like a really small thing off like uh, one of those o- online websites like one of those controller. music sites a little controller yeah just started playing around in my room and then i <laughs> kind of got a gig at a house party you know yeah. at dal and then all of a sudden i got one at this argyle which which was on argyle and then then i met this guy and then i guess it just just naturally happened i guess this, this is what i'm supposed to do so yeah. you were playing you know playing together before right like you know just doing your thing on the side right and like, yeah and then you met and we're playing the same kind of music yeah we were booked for the same event it was funny there was only one time slot left we were supposed to play separate sets I'm like we'll just split a set and i was pinio and he was Loeb, and then we were together and it's pinio and Loeb. <laughs> we just put it we just put an ampersand so yeah. anytime we're like we have a friend we play with his name is sparky yeah um so anytime we're like there's three of us we're like oh he's the ampersand he's the <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're like, say that but yeah i was i was at dalhousie i was like uh, i was kind of working as a promoter um i was shouting another company and then we'd bring in acts from the u.s or other place in canada to come play in halifax mm-hmm. 
So then we get him to op- to open, and then we'd play together. And then he was, um, you know, I was a big fan of his his music. He had some of his own releases, and I was just getting into production. Mm-hmm. So he would help me and kind of share some skills, and and it just yeah, it was it was great. It just kind of happened naturally over a couple of years, and then we both got a residency at Pacifico. Pacifico you got yeah. me, you helped get me in there, and then we'd hang out after and start writing music and then he'd take the bus back to Dartmouth at 6 a.m. 6 a.m., yeah. Jesus, that's <laughs> crazy. But that's also the love for music. Here's the thing, like, at what point did he go from like, okay, I'm going to play music I love to actually make my own? I, that was kind of where it began for me, actually. I started making it. And oh! I was like, how do you play this out? And then that's what DJing gotcha, came gotcha, to. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. You know? Wow. I, I started really early on. I won a MacBook in like a Much Music contest. That no was, was just so lucky. I feel like that was fate. That uh, really, that's like, oh, that is a fucking sign. Yeah, I remember it was just like a passing thing. It was like on the Much Music website. It's like enter this draw, and I didn't even know what the draw was for, and I entered for it, and then like I heard in the background like Mitchell Penny, you just won a MacBook. And that blew me away. I never even like owned a computer. I get this, and it has GarageBand on it. Nice, you know, which you can start producing on. Started doing that, and. Like that's really, really fell in love with it. How you can just have a laptop and then it's like you have a song mm. at the end. That's the most exciting thing. And it's like, oh, I want to play this to people. How do you people play music like this? They DJ. Mm. All right, I'm a DJ now, <laughs> I guess. You know. So, so like, um, but like, I guess what is? Let's just dive into that. What is the process for when it comes to making music for you, for you guys? It changes. Yeah, it's, it's different the system i don't know so it's i mean sometimes if if you're doing like a remix or an original song like if you're doing an original song usually you need some inspiration to start so it could be you know getting inspired by a chord progression of a song or maybe there's like a, a sample involved or a groove or a groove a just like a drum beat you know it could be like a um you know a drum break like from an old record or it could be uh, electronic drums um but there usually has to be like if it's just like all right i'm just gonna sit down now and write a song it's usually not gonna turn out as well unless there's like inspiration involved you know Mm. some something in the fire you know just um but yeah it's it's kind of different every time but um that's what keeps it exciting yeah it's like we gotta groove or i want to do something with this kind of beat something like this song and then you put that in then you add something else maybe a bass line that sounds like this kind of song so it's experimental, experimenting. That's what keeps it fun. Mm. And um, like, so at first it was kind of just writing your songs. And then he told you how to write some songs. But do you remember the very first song you decided to write together? I think it was MTV. Yeah. Was that the first one we did? It was like a Dire Straits remix, like Money for Nothing. I think we were just on Reddit and we found like the acapella or the stems, like the isolated parts of the song. So it was just like the vocal for Money for Nothing. You put it in your, in Logic, your DAW, and then you like add a beat to it and then you can add synthesizers to it. And it was early on and we just like threw everything in. That's kind of what's great about starting out is there's no rules. <laughs> the more you get into the, like the business, it's yeah, like you can't use these yeah, things, absolutely. you can't use this. Yeah. But early on, there was like so many different things we just threw in there. That was really fun. Like looking back, like there's all these sound effects and like clips from TV shows and clips from other songs mm-hmm. it's like not legal but uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well wait hold on so so you made this song and like the you were using samples without like getting signed off initially on yeah. yeah a yeah. bunch yeah <laughs> <laughs> hopefully none of the people who own those samples are listening <laughs> it was just free it was just out there so but like did you ever i guess study it because like you're mentioning all these things it's like did you like to like a sound college or whatever you just lent everything yourself well I, I pretty much started learning it all myself and then i did go to a school where they they taught production and, and like you you start to figure it out on your own and then actually sit down with professionals who really know it that really helps you mm. understand it so a lot of the times like you can you can just go for it the creative the creativity just comes out and mm. a, a lot it doesn't have to be really complicated writing music a lot of the time. It can be really natural. Sometimes you get way too caught up in the specifics and the technical aspects of it. Mm. Like one of the first songs he ever wrote when he didn't even really know a lot about production, I still think is so good. It's like so amazing. It's really pure. It's just like he had the groove. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like Thank he, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> And I, um, I heard what he was doing on his own and I was like, yeah, this is great. I can't do that. So <laughs> I need that. It's... Uh, f- 
it's it, i guess the whole musical thing it's like if you have taste you know that's that's what mm. everyone has that's unique to them you might not you know be able to shred like Jimi hendrix on the guitar but you know if you have your taste um the technical skills will follow and the more that you you know practice music or you know try and learn one new thing every day um but it's 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 been a journey i uh i kind of I guess you were you a DJ first or a producer? Producer first. first. Producer mm, first, yeah. and then I was a DJ first and a producer second. Mm. So I'm kind of, I kind of did the opposite yeah. what a lot of people do. So I've been like, you know, taking piano lessons and just trying to take some guitar lessons and trying to, you know, picking people's brains and just just trying to learn. Really, you know, it's it's really a personal journey. Just mm. trying to be a better version of yourself every tomorrow, day. You know? And and um, oh wow, okay, I'm gonna steal that. Say it again. Say it again. Be a better version of yourself tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, or yeah. today, you know, just... Yeah, no, just... I like that. I like that. I'll steal it. <laughs> Please okay. do. So, um, um, but, like, what are some inspirations for you guys, like, musically? Well, we first did together, it was all, like, the classic rock remixes. Like, stuff we heard on the radio, grew up with. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Adding beats to that. Now we really listen to everything. We love, like, old stuff. That's kind of our whole concept of what we do now is we're taking, like, the feeling of the past or sounds of the past and then making it sound like the future. Because music has changed so much, really, from the 20th to the 21st century. Mm -hmm. And we want it to kind of sound like a bit of both. We love the old school stuff, the flavors, you know, the retro vibes. The nostalgia, like, huge into that. Especially when we're DJing. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun when you like mix in a song and then it's like everybody knows it subconsciously maybe and then it's just go ah oh, like, <laughs> we're all connected by this music right right you right know, whether we realize it or not yeah yeah um and so so you guys started working well you know you play this show and you were like okay this guy totally doesn't suck I don't suck we sound great together um like was there a point where it's like let's just like actually make this official. Like, let's get married type of thing. <laughs> That's when we got the joint Instagram. For, for a while, we had separate ones. And then once we had the Instagram together, that was official. I think. <laughs> and, you know, and love. So, um, talking about that, like, I'll just jump on the social media stuff. Like, how do you feel, like, from a couple of years ago and now, like, how influential social media is in, in what you guys do? So important. It's getting more and more, especially without live shows right now. Mm, it's our yeah. window to the to people. It's it's funny though. I mean, you um, you know, there's obviously a lot of expectations being like a you know, public figure or a musician, artist uh, with social media. But we, we try and kind of aid on the light side of it. You know, we just like we love humor. We love making fun of ourselves, self depreciating humor. That we helps. like um, just like you know, there's so much, especially now when you go on social media. There's a lot of you know maybe bad news or stressful stuff. You really just try and avoid that and just kind of be just pretty lighthearted with a lot of our stuff on social media. Keep it really um, positive. Try and keep it positive. Yeah. That's kind of the positivity is kind of the main thing. Like even when our tour was canceled, like we were out uh, in BC in March, we had to cancel like 17 shows and we're like, tour is yeah. canceled, you know, yeah, like, to- <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's, 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 let's jump back to the very first lockdown. Um, I guess, you know, doing what you do, you kind of have to have your schedule months out, right? Yeah. Um, so like, I'm guess like, do you manage yourself to have a manager? Or? Yeah, we are. I okay. Guess. So, so like, you know, you, you know, you know, we have all these shows laid out. Um, and then we know we are flying from here to there, to there, to do these things. Everything is booked. And then you have to cancel that. How, like, you know, you had that. No, how did it really feel? It was quite a, quite a bummer. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Especially we were out Damn. there in BC and we had all these shows. It was just getting going. I mean, we're very fortunate that we were able to do that. Mm. I think we had like four or five gigs that we'd done. And there was like 17 more to come. We were so excited. And then, yeah, we played one show and then it, and then it stopped. But, yeah, I mean... This year has been so good, at least for us, in terms of getting better at everything. We really use the opportunity to become better at producing and playing. So, you know, you, you got to turn everything into a positive. Mm-hmm. Whatever hand you're dealt, you got to play it well. Wow. But, yeah, that- yeah. You guys should have, like, a motivational, you know, like, a record <laughs> where it's just, like, music, and then you'd say all this nuggets you drop every couple of seconds oh. thanks <laughs> yeah yeah idea. yeah like you know the tomorrow thing and they like you know get you know focus on the because like you can do it yeah really 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 um so 
what how did he decide to i guess adapt with like everything getting canceled and like mm-hmm. but you still have to kind of be out there right yeah because because of what you do it's streaming it's, it's always about making people happy right? totally yeah i mean we we are really lucky i guess in, in canada in terms of the the musicians and the artists didn't just get left in the dust like you know we talking to people we know in the states and you know they got people in new york got like one payment from the government and that was it so we were we were very fortunate that uh, mr trudeau helped us out <laughs> yeah <laughs> but kept uh, us afloat kept we us afloat but you know luckily there's you know there's grants so we're just we're trying to apply for all the grants we can um and we encourage anyone who's listening to apply for grants too because we're super lucky in in halifax and in canada to have all those programs mm-hmm. um and i guess just kind of transitioning uh we like pacifico the club we work at in halifax was open for quite a bit but we're trying to transition to build a you know a twitch channel we've we did a bunch of live streams and now we're kind of relaunching that um and yeah just trying to kind of turn into a positive it's like you know everyone every artist in the world is in the same position as us you know obviously we were bummed we had some of our biggest festival bookings of our, our biggest career. show ever for years we're like we really want to play at Chambala music festival it's the best festival in canada mm-hmm. for years we were going there and then this year we finally got booked and it was the best thing ever yeah. we were so happy we bought streamers <laughs> and fired them off in the room <laughs> like yeah and it was like less than a month later it's like that's not happening oh no gosh <laughs> yeah and we're still finding like little streamers in the room as reminders <laughs> oh, no. like a no. reminder yeah <laughs> our cat happen. just starts choking on a streamer oh, like, no. No. <laughs> oh well but okay. hey you know what it's we're alive we're healthy we're mm-hmm. happy we're trying to do the best we can mm-hmm. it's like it's the four agreements is another thing i don't know if you're familiar with it it's you know my wife is the one into like she knows all these things she she's usually here because she's producing but like she's not here today like she would know that i think i think she's mentioned that to me before I was just like okay we both yeah. read that it's really helpful it's, it so helps what, what it? can we remember so it? we always forget one okay so it's um always do your best always try your best always try your best don't take anything personally Oh, I like that one. Nothing. That's great advice. Yeah, that's the best one. Be impeccable with, with your, your word, word is the third one. And the fourth one is... The one we always forget. <laughs> I knew we were going to remember forget. three agreements pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what is the being paid? Okay, so when you say something, do it pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That, okay. Yeah. Don't take uh-huh. anything personally. That's a great That is thing. a fucking... Like, you know yeah. what? You know what? I tell people, like, you know, especially Instagram stuff, like, if someone criticizes your work, like, eat... Like that, it's not for that person. Yeah, it, it, I, I don't understand why people get pissed over it. Like, why you take things? Don't so let personally? them drag you down. Like, it, yeah. man, stay in your own lane. So who who's the like this four principle or four agreements? Yeah. person is like is it, a book. It's, it's a, a book. book. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll check it out. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's if you just type in, well, we always forget the the fourth. Maybe one. by the end we'll think of the fourth one. Okay, yeah. like, it's kind of someone Google it, please. <laughs> Jamie, the pull that up because we need to know what it is. Um, okay, yeah, so, so um, you know, you kind of live by these tenets, and it, it shows that, because you bring so much joy into your sets, right? But, like, when you decide to work on a record, do you bring the same thing in? Definitely. Oh, well, I mean, we like to do all sorts of records. That's really important for us is to have a spread. Mm. Like, primarily, we're a party dance act, you know, but sometimes we feel sad or, or emotional or like romantic, all these different feelings. And we put those in songs as well. Mm. So we have them. But the core of what we do is just positivity and happiness. And I mean, you want their songs for any emotion, really, the whole mm. spectrum. I think that's really important. Yeah. Different yeah. moods. Yeah. When you want to make an album, like what's your process? Like uh, do you say we have to get this thing ready by that time. That helps. Set deadlines <laughs> really helps or you'll never get it done. It's a, it's a great question, though. T- typically, it's just like, well, we'll just make a, a private playlist on SoundCloud with any potential candidate. Yeah. And then it's like, what are the best? you know 12 songs out of these 30 mm. and then putting them just... together and seeing how it sounds really helps like let's put 10 songs together and see does this feel like an album mm. do you listen to a great album it feels cohesive mm. it has a theme yeah and we, we try that and usually we cycle through every album we've done we've had like a lot of songs and then you whittle them down to the ones that 
are still good after do, a while. Do some of those songs that didn't make album one make album two? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really cool when artists do that. You know, Prince has a song that's like nine years old and then he brings it around on one of his newer albums and it's like the best song on the album or something. Mm. He did that a few times. I thought that was really cool. It's happened with us a yeah. few times. We just actually submitted an album for Sync uh, with this company in Toronto called Hard. Uh, it's like an all canadian um company that submits songs for like movies and shows and stuff and that was basically any tracks that didn't make an album oh. that we like didn't want to that we were still proud of but we didn't want to like release it like, was like as, an idea like this idea is great this could be in like a tv show or something mm. but we don't have anything to do with it so then we make like a sync album out of it and it's just for that use hopefully it will be used in yeah, tv shows yeah. or something yeah it's always nice you know what that's one thing i i People, well, m- most people don't understand how important music is in film. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, you know, you can make anyone feel almost anything just by playing like, you know, 10, 20 seconds of a certain song while someone is doing a certain emotion. So getting the right song for the right scene is... Oh. It's key. You're a filmmaker, yeah. right? So you, yeah. you know all of yeah. that. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I was watching a film a friend of mine made and it's emotional, but the song was so shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's like... What the f- like- You gotta fix that. <laughs> Music supervisor. Please oh my come god, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Music supervisor, you can't, like, I mean, just take that thing out of there. Because it's like, is this really emotional thing? And mm-hmm. this person is talking about, like, you know, how kind of um, this thing is in their family. And if their mom isn't there anymore, then they are going to like, you know, they have to make sure it keeps staying in their family, basically. And then the music is like, what the fuck is, what what are you doing? You know, just give me like some strings, some like fucking. Recontextualizing it, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing though. At what point, um, like, did you guys sit down and say, okay, so we have Pinion and Lobe, we are doing this thing, but like, you know, we have to kind of look at the legal part of things because most artists, I find out, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to. Well, once you start getting songs taken down, you know, you work so hard on the song, you love it, and then it's gone, that hurts. Yeah. We've had a couple of remixes, you know, it's like hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands of plays that got taken down. It's mm. like, I, technically, it's we weren't allowed to do that, but it's like, damn. Um, so gotta so do it by the book gotta, the, especially with spotify now too it mm. kind of makes it like you can't have like illegal samples on there yeah yeah this year is actually we we just were in the process of clearing a um disco sample that we're using in a new single from the it's from a canadian disco artist from the 70s his name is esteban um really really talented guy from uh, ontario uh, he had a record in the in like the seventies, and we uh, were clearing two songs. We're sampling two songs, clearing it legally. He's getting paid, so it's it's, it's great. Yeah, it can benefit everybody. You know, as long as we all work together. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like, great. It keeps his song alive. Right, right, right. And and that's my thing. Uh, apart from that, you know, making sure you get the samples cleared is like you put in all this effort and then people can't hear it again, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, so did you guys jump on Spotify right away? Pretty once? much, yeah. Pre- pretty close, yeah. We um, didn't have a ton of songs that could be on it because like, as DJs, I always have all these edits yeah, and stuff. Yeah. You can't put those on it. It's got to mm-hmm. be just your original songs. But yeah. it's good for artists to focus on their originals. Mm. I mean, we do so many remixes, sometimes people don't know our originals too. But they're on Spotify, and it's really important, just mm. the pure music. Yeah. Do you like that rap thing? Like, like you know, like at the end of the year, everyone has yeah. a rap thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you know the rap thing? Totally, yeah. yeah I nice. love it. How do you guys feel about that? I think it's cool. I love sharing it. It's almost like personal. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't tell each other what they actually listen to. You know, mm. you have the, your face, and it's mm-hmm. like, this is it. This is yeah. what I listen to. Yeah. I yeah. learn a lot about people seeing them. Exactly. Like, I mean... Man, the music a person listens to say says a lot about the person, right? And like we we're talking before we came on that you know you love the same music it 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 brings you know it brings you guys together. Yeah, it was kind of different actually what we listened to. It's a we we love the same stuff, but our own personal tastes are different, mm. which is why it's good that we work together. We don't think exactly the right, same. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when you like you're you're working on a song together, right? And like you know you put in all the things like. Uh, do you ever argue about what stays and what goes? Sort of. <laughs> Not really argue. 
just yeah it's just like i guess we both try and explain why we like if there's like you know we really want this guitar part and it's just we both are trying to rationally explain if it's gonna make the end product good or if it's gonna make the end product good or if it's not necessary mm. um at least uh, i found myself when i was like starting out as a producer i was using way too many sounds and songs oh. and that's kind of a thing i guess like amateurish producers do where it's like you you put way too many elements in and it, the focus isn't really clear enough where it takes a lot of talent to have a lot of less elements in songs. Sometimes it's it more difficult tight. to delete sounds than add sounds in. I think that a lot of people should know that. Yeah, you're yeah. like emotionally invested. Like, no, I, I, I cried to this guitar sound <laughs> or something. You know, hypothetically, it's <laughs> just like, I don't want to delete that. But sometimes, you know, that's that's part of being a creator. You need to, you know, I'm sure with film, you, you feel the same in some ways. It's yeah. like, you got to cut stuff. Maybe you might love it, but sometimes yeah. you got to cut it. Uh, I think they say kill your babies or something. Yeah, like that's that. one way to put it. Yeah, <laughs> they say kill your babies. It sucks. It sucks. But, yeah. but you know what? In when you sit back and look at it, it's like, oh, shit, it makes sense. Right. You better. know, just losing that 20 seconds, mm. there, 10 seconds, there, it's like, oh, man, but that shot was so sweet. But it's not then like it, the story still makes sense and it feels even stronger and tighter, right? For the greater good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so when is the next album coming? Hopefully September. It's got to be September. That's the date. Like we're setting it, you know. We've been working on it for a while, and yeah. we gotta put the due date. Yeah, I know. Thing. Like what? One. It helps knowing. Okay, it has to be ready now. Yeah. So, cause if you don't, then you just tweak it. Do you know how many songs they're gonna have on it? Probably like ten. There, there could be a hundred, you know, mm. on it. But we want it to be one enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm, you know, that'll mm-hmm. be the best thing. Um, do you like ever decide? Okay, I'm gonna work with this vocalist versus this vocalist on that song. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes we have like five vocals for the same song. That's when it gets tricky. You know, yeah. you record all these little demos, and you're like, which way could it go? You're not sure. And then sometimes we just throw everybody on. You know, <laughs> you can have five people on a song. Why not? I think that suburb song. There's like seven different vocalists, like little people. Like we we love cl- collaborating is a huge part of our mm. project. Working with you know, as ma- we just want to include as many people as we can and, and collaborate. And so yeah, sometimes we have you know six or seven people record on the same song. So it's like you know, then it's kind of a bit of a puzzle. It's like okay, how do we? either you know how do we make the best song with all these parts you know mm, and the pieces yeah. um that might be including everyone or that might be only including one person you know but mm-hmm. but then we we bank those vocals and then for another project if it's oh, in the same key we're like oh those vocals are you know b flat major how Let's big see. is the hard drive where you stole this stuff <laughs> <laughs> huge we forget about it that's kind of what's cool oh. like we recorded this vocal two years ago and it happens to be perfect for the song we're working on today yeah yes. yeah 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 organization so like, hey, that's what i was going to mm-hmm. ask you how do you catalog it like do you like you know with your file we use like private SoundCloud playlists. That really helps. We have all these different playlists, so we don't forget about them. You know, these are like ones we're working on. Have that playlist there. Oh, yeah. They can just get lost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like you know, and like before COVID, you had shows happening, so you always had to clip clip So you have a show coming. What's the process? Like you have a show coming. I don't know. Three weeks. Three what weeks from do? now. So we'll we'll probably we'll each make a, a playlist on our own, and then. We'll go on our DJ software. We'll make like the cue points basically. So like if there's a long breakdown, we'll have a, a cue point, which basically skips ahead to that particular part in a song. If there's like a, a big silent breakdown, for example, it goes like, Shh, and you wouldn't want that necessarily in like a club show where mm-hmm. like cause the energy would die out. So anyways, we both make a playlist, then we meet together, we live together, so I walk downstairs, so room. <laughs> I go up. and I'm like, uh, we go through all the songs together, like, yes, no, yes, yes, like, we'll, we'll If we listen. both picked it, we can probably agree on it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. great thing about being in a duo, is it's like, you have someone to check, it's like, mm. I should play this, and he's like, that'd be a terrible idea. And like, yeah, you're right, you're right. Someone's and then, like, me. you kind of now put it in sequence, or... Well, we just have it laid out, and then as we're playing, we draw from it. Because you don't know how the progression of energy is going to go in a show. You may think that this moment, you know, 20 minutes in is going to be the most hype, but people might have lower energy there, and then you have to adapt to their energy and then build them up to mm. that high moment. So it's like these are the tools. You figure out what order you want to use them in yeah. to make it work. It's or- So the it's usually organized by BPM, beats per minute, and key as well, and then on our... Um, production stuff we have like folders with vocalists and it's labeled by 
the vocalist and the key as well. And then um, we have most of our samples on our computer also organized by key with software. So if we're working in, you know, A minor, we click A minor, there's all our strings, all our, you know, pianos or everything's there. So we could quickly, when the inspiration's running, we could quickly be as productive as possible. So y'all mixing live, literally. Sometimes, yeah. Well, I mean, always. always yeah, we're mixing. always yeah, live. Like, it's like, it's, there's like mixing like DJ songs. Sorry about yeah, this. Yeah. And then there's like mixing like things together. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like, because if you're taking things from this thing, do you do that while you're playing Sometimes, live? yeah. That's that, just really that fun. Because we have two setups. That's, oh, that's the best thing. Because yeah. yeah, things can go wrong. It really helps that. Like, yeah. I'll be playing a song and then he could just bring an acapella that's I in the gotcha. key and then drop it on top. I gotcha. And we start mixing things like that. Because I'm like, holy shit, is that not scary and shit? But like, you've it's been scary. doing for... Actually, this is the one you've been doing for so long. Is there something... I mean, obviously, I'm guessing there's a lot, but if there are three things you tell yourself then that you know now... You didn't know that. What would it be? It's a great question. What would we do? Don't be so hard on yourself. It's probably the first thing. Just enjoy it, you know. But you got to work hard. You really, you got to work hard. But also, you know, don't get yourself down. And don't compare yourself to other people. That's key. Run your own race. Mm -hmm. That's know? the biggest thing, yeah. It's like so many people get caught up, especially in the numbers of social media. You know, it's like, it's, it's really easy to feel bad for yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. And you open your phone and you see dj blue in japan with a billion followers and like his Don't spotify rap has 50 billion plays <laughs> you know and it's just like you know i kind of kind of comes back to the compare yourself to yourself yesterday or whatever, mm. you know it's like are we are we learning are we progressing is the needle moving mm. you know that's what matters it doesn't matter how you compare to this person it matters how you compare to yourself yesterday yeah because you don't know what they I went through. I swear to God, you guys just put beats and just put record these things and just that's a fucking <laughs> album. All right. Just uh, drag it out really slow. Lots of reverb. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a song <laughs> called Don'ts. Yeah. And it's literally that, right? Yeah. It, it's this guy. Like, it's just a weird beat. I can't remember what it was, but, but it's called Don'ts. And then this guy has, like, a poem called Don'ts. And he's, he mentioned all these things you shouldn't do. Like, it's funny. Oh, you don't. I get it. Yeah, yeah, You should yeah. send that to us. Yeah, Maybe that'll inspire a new album I'll, I'll send us. it to you. It's like, it's one of my best songs. And one of the things, you know, every year I give myself like daily tasks. Mm. Stupid, but it kind of keeps me alive. Um, but one year, one of the things I want to do is like take all of those things he says don't do and shoot them all. They're like really fucked up. <laughs> like, one of them is like, don't... Don't like shave yourself with like a chainsaw or some shit. <laughs> like, oh, like, good idea. It's like anyway, yeah. But um, okay, I'll go. Nah, I went off on a tangent to that one. So it's now, <laughs> um, you know, you get the song ready. You get a, um on the night. Like, do you get so say the club whatever opens at ten? What time do you guys usually like to get in? Sometimes we show up pretty early. Like oh. in Pacifica recently, we we started at ten thirty and we were there at eight thirty. We just love being there. What would you, you know? do in that time before people come in? Eat pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a spectacular pizza you like. From, are they, you guys are not that far from Pizza Corner. Which one would you take? Well, Pacifico has its own chef that makes pizza oh, there. Oh, nice. fancy with like prosciutto on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Living the high life, prosciutto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, you know, you have pizza, just chill till people start coming in. Or do you play while chilling? You work on your playlist a bit. It's good to get in like the atmosphere of the bar. Like you feel the energy of the night, what's going on. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of making your playlist and visualize it in your head. You don't really know until you're there how mm -hmm. it's going to feel. Mm -hmm. Just settle into it, I guess. Yeah, we set up, maybe do like a little sound check or something. It's uh, just like the fact that there's two setups, like he has his own, I have my own, is like, it helps a lot of the nerves because if we only had one and we had some major tech issue, we're, things go wrong. Yeah. They will go wrong. What can go wrong will go wrong. Like one time I was playing and somebody came up like to talk to me and just poured their drink on the Oh controller. no, <laughs> It's happened, yeah. <laughs> or just like, oh, what, what would happen if I yanked this cord out of the computer? <laughs> You know, it's like every, we've been in so many possible crazy scenarios. It's just like, uh, Wait, who's responsible for that? The club or, or like, cause like that would, that might mess up something, right? When, when the drink got yeah, spilled, yeah, yeah. it happened and 
nothing, you know, I couldn't oh, do anything. It was like five minutes into a set. Somebody started, and somebody poured a drink all over my controller, and you're there to make people happy right, and right, to smile, right, right. and you're dying on the inside. Thank you for spilling a drink on my stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, that happens, you know. You learn. Hopefully, don't let it happen again. You know. There's, there's a video you made with oh, Frick. He's an animator. Tim Tracy. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy sick. Stop thank motion. You. Thank you. That, that was, was really fun. Fucking sick. Thank you. Tim so, is awesome. Like, yeah, Tim is circles. He's like a genius. Cra- yeah, like, fucking hell. That video did numbers too. So, like, what was the idea behind that one? Like, we uh, paint us as GI Joes, make them look like us, and then stop motion the GI Joes into their own little world where we're like superheroes. With Frankie McDonald. And then yeah, yeah. we had a Frankie McDonald toy put him in too. We got his what? permission. We we saw him in Cape Brennan and uh we're like, We use your toy in our video. He said, Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um Then you just kinda run with it and then one idea leads to another and then it just starts to get crazy. Right, like your videos you know? are crazy and that's why I keep thinking like I mean, just like from your name and like the logo, you know, how you guys write your name i get thinking that is a comic it's a comic that's i just see it like okay why these guys don't have a comic yet that's great i grew up loving comics i mean i still do but that was a big inspiration mm. when our friend who helps design the merch she was just drawing us as like animated characters and a lot of our album covers are animated too mm. it's drawn mm-hmm. we kind of like that the idea of us more so than just specifically us mm. so i mean maybe there'll be a comic yeah i, I love fun. the idea it'd be fucking sure. dope man yeah. fuck, I, I really think so so um hmm so the Twitch thing, talk a little bit about Twitch. Yeah, well, we've been streaming. Uh, we've been doing it a bunch this summer. We love streaming. It's great to talk to people, just to have that connection. Mm. We're going to be doing it weekly coming up, streaming different things. specific day or? We're still figuring that out because there's a lot of different days, probably Thursday. Mm. But we'll do different things. Like Thursday, maybe we'll DJ. Like um, on the weekend, maybe we'll do a production tutorial. And then maybe we'll like do a gaming stream one day of the week World or something. Do you, do you... I play classics. I'm all about the classics. Like Which... N- N64 games, like GoldenEye and like Zelda. <gasps> You know, those are my favorites. You know, GoldenEye, it's like really, really old, but that game is so good. I know. It's It's my favorite thing. I just did a full stream of it on our Twitch. It's still up there. You can check it out. I beat the whole game in one sitting. That's just something that I I do. It's so good. I love it. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, so what's your setup when you want to Twitch? We got a green screen. It's basically in my like bedroom. Yeah. We have like my closets covered with a huge green screen. We have a table. And um, it's basically like, since there's no touring, there's no really shows, it's the only way that we could really kind of connect with people in a show setting. So, Mm. and your way of connecting is them kind of typing in the chat Mm, and mm, then mm. um, emojis. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Um, And like, I, 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 a friend of mine said, oh, you know, try this thing. And like, isn't it a little bit difficult? Because like, you kind of have to like, you know, you're shooting yourself, you're doing what you're doing, but you also have to kind of look at the screen and stuff. Do you have, like, two monitors looking at things? Or? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. You have one running the show, yeah. and then you have your DJ laptop. It's it's pretty tricky. Yeah. Um, it, it's good that we have two of us. That really helps. <laughs> and what do you usually you know? throw on your green screen? Our visuals? Yeah, know. we have, like, uh, you know, an hour visual loop of just, like, you know, uh, pop culture stuff. We always um, update it. Yeah, random things from pop culture we like, and then our own videos, and you can sync them up to specific songs and nice. stuff. But, yeah. yeah. The, mo- the Probably the biggest danger is, like, our cat has knocked down the camera a couple times. Like, you'll just see her, like, sometimes it jumps on a table and it's just his ass. It's just, like, <laughs> streaming to everyone. Like, all you see is the cat's ass. Like, it's just, like, ah. Timmy is the most popular part of the stream. Anytime we stream, it's, like, we're streaming, DJing, people love it, and then Timmy the cat jumps up and people are like, ah, yeah. Should we give him a treat? Let us know in the comments. Like, yeah. that's, like, or it's, like, all our money is going towards treats and groceries. Yeah. We have a dedicated camera for him when we stream now, our cat. Oh. people love it. Wow. Um, and then, like, do you... So, another thing for my friend does is, like, on Twitch, you can, like... People can, like, give money while... Do you do that at all when you Sometimes. guys are streaming? Okay. Gift subscriptions. Yeah, you know? things like that. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. great to support, a direct way to support people mm. on Twitch now, which is nice. I subscribe to a few other DJs like the Funk Hunters. I really like them. We toured with them, you know, and you can gift subs to people, especially now. It's great to help, you know, DJs out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's, let's go back to before COVID, right? 
um, you know, you book for like an out of town show and how far ahead you prepare for stuff like that? Um, usually like if we're playing at like a university or something, uh, and we're, and we're driving usually in the car on the way there, we'll all like tether my phone to my computer and like going many, through many the Tim Hortons drive through, you know, just like, um, That's but a thrill. it's like, we kind of have different, like sometimes it's just us two in a DJ set where we like, we've done it so many times that we just kind of muscle memory at this point. But mm. we also do live shows where we bring on other musicians like we work with uh jamila who's a reggae artist from halifax mm -hmm. and uh we have a guitar player like sax player that we sparky, sometimes yeah. bring sparky and then we'll play instruments too that's really fun we'll do that at like east coast music awards or something mm. and then just play our own music and then play instruments on top yeah it's a little different so we need to practice ahead of time for yeah. that 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 we actually have to do rehearsals and stuff but if we're mm. for djing i think we've done it enough now and so many different settings you know we've done weddings we've done fashion shows you've done club stuff like that Rates, really yeah that really helps your kind of skills as a dj to be in so many different settings mm. been on you know boats or the harbor hopper i saw that one on, on youtube i think was it youtube yeah yeah on youtube uh, how did that happen that was the Canada Day, Halifax Canada Day. Mm. Yeah, just uh, Billy Comer is one of our friends. He works for Civic Events, and uh, he's just like, yeah, do you guys want to DJ on the party hop? And we're like, hell yeah, let's, <laughs> let's do it. We didn't even really know what to expect. We just got on this amphibious vehicle and drove yeah. around Halifax DJing for a couple hours. That was so much fun. That was one of the highlights of the year, you know? It and there's nothing like set down, a laptop <laughs> sliding. It was like a new laptop. It almost fell off. Oh, no. A few times. That's so fun. Okay, so, but, like, the 17, so it's the 21, like, you had these shows all lined up for the year um, before COVID happened. How did you prepare for this set of shows? Like, you know, you didn't think COVID was going to happen, so you had to, like, put things in place. Oh, for you had it. a whole tour booked. It was, yeah. like, months in advance. Mm. He, he was booking most of them, um, you know, calling people up. It's the system. It's pretty amazing that you can do that, really, on your own. Yeah, we we had a we we're supposed to go to Mexico to perform. Uh, we did last year. We we're gonna go back again, and uh, I guess like ECMAs. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess we just like we, you know, we usually book our. Luckily, we didn't book any of the other flights beside the tours. So yeah. um, basically, just had to had to fly home, and you know, um, we were just like concerned. The biggest concern is everyone, you know, keeping healthy, and you know um and uh we had a really yeah. long tour book though we had a huge one last year i think it was even longer last year it was like 23 or something dates across canada yeah we started in costa rica and then we flew to bc yeah. after that and then that's a long flight yeah yeah that's a fucking long flight like was it one straight flight? Or? I think it was a couple. We oh, usually, we usually on the do ground the, in LA for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. We Ooh. do the cost-effective ones, so it's like <laughs> 95 transfers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, man, because, like, I can't even imagine. Holy shit. That's the dream, though. I always wanted to be, like, a touring musician. Even when it's, like, crappy, it's, like, cool, because it's, like, this is it, you know? This yeah, is like, yeah. I'm sleeping on the floor, you know? And <laughs> I'm a musician, you know? I'm sleeping in a dog bed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but when you get to play in places like Costa Rica and Mexico, how's that experience? That's so cool. Music is the universal language, and you can connect with anybody just on the music. Mm -hmm. you know, I love it. It's the coolest thing. It opens doors. Playing in Mexico on the beach was really fun. You know, mixing it together, playing some reggaeton and out there. What a what a thrill! And just people were so nice. I get emotional thinking about it. You know, people have never met you and you just meet them and then suddenly you're friends. Like, that's what music does. That's what music does. Really? It's like, yeah. wow, what yeah. amazing memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I know. it's a lot of fun just experiencing different cultures, different people, and, and just, you know, learning, you know, the different foods. Like, we, we performed in uh, Nepal once. That was, <laughs> that was nice. really cool. Um, getting to, you know, meet, seeing what, how they live their life and, you know, we could learn from them and you know they might be able to learn something from us as well um so yeah just like super grateful to be able to to travel and and meet so many like-minded people because mm -hmm. you know we might speak a different language you might have different traditions but you could just especially with music you just like you, you could have the exact same music tastes as, as people and live totally different lives and mm -hmm. just totally connect with just that you know it's um so 
it was it's cool i mean it could be kind of hectic when you don't speak the same language and you're we stick out like sore thumbs you know <laughs> you learn like, quickly we're at least like two random people here <laughs> but uh okay so at some point at some point we'll get a vaccine you know and life will kind of return back to normal or whatever that was uh what do you guys kind of see Pinner and Loop doing then? We'll make the most of everything we got. If there's touring, we're going to tour as much as we can. We love it. Either way, we're just going to be steam, full steam ahead. You know, full I, agreements. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you got to live it. You can know it, but you got to live it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Always try your best. We're going to try our best. We'll probably still be doing some streaming. I mean, I think streaming is still really cool. Mm. If... if one thing that could be good that lasts from this is just the openness. I love how, she, like, open streaming is. Like, there's no production, like, too mm. fancy production. It's very direct connection, you know, and very very open. And just feel more personally connected with mm. everybody. I think that's pretty cool. Get to meet everybody. Yeah. See people again. It's, it, uh, the streaming is, is really fun. It's, like, the, um, the personal connection is something that can't really be, be replicated, like, fully. But it's, it's pretty... It's like, you know, I guess it's as close as we can get right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you know, same with, at least I find with like, you know, video calling people versus like being in the yeah. same room as your friend. You know, it's like being being there in person is a different feeling than than looking at a screen. You know, We did but. the sit down shows for quite a while at Pacifico. That was pretty funny. It was actually surprisingly fun. Like on Halloween this year, like mm-hmm. it's closed now, but we had Pacifico open and it was full of people sitting down. You know, six feet apart in their groups, like everything was by the book and safe. Mm-hmm. But they're in their seats and we're playing the music and they're just in their chairs. Like, yeah! <laughs> we're not dancing, but the energy is yeah, still there. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was so funny. That's what I'm saying. I say, you know, the thing I love about DJs, like actually, love, envy yourself about DJs is that they always bring joy. Like, wherever they are, like, you know, when you go and listen to music, like, it just lifts you up, right? And, like, you know, I think everyone, I know at least I do, have songs that when I'm down, like, if I listen to, I just get in a different mood. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So true. Well, can you give us an example of one? Oh, oh, man. So there's this one song. It's actually kind of, it's weird. It's called Resurrection Blues. It's by this guy's name. It's Otis something. But it's like, it's, it's so good. I, w- I want to hear Resurrection that. Resurrection Blues? That's yeah. a good title. Okay. That's a really good title. It's <laughs> sick. It's like so good. Number one on your Spotify wrapped 2020? No, it's not. Number one on my Spotify wrapped is Go, uh, God, God Damn It Golda by yeah. Mr. Kamak. Cool. I use yeah, it Mr. to Kamak. write. Yeah. I, yeah, I fucking like that guy. I use it to write it. So I, one thing I do whenever I'm writing, I, I most of my things I write to a song. Yeah. And uh, like I was working on this script for like I don't know most of last year, well, last this year. Shit, we're still anyway. Most of this year I was working on this script, and that's what I was writing it to. So it was just on repeat, like. People don't listen to a song when I, like, I was driving in this morning and my friend was about, I was like, oh, this song is on a loop. Yeah, it's on a fucking loop. This <laughs> like, does if I, it. If I like the song, I just put it on a loop. So, yeah, uh, my number one song was God Damn It, Golda by Mr. Carmack. It's dope. But you should check out Resurrection Blues. It's like, it's like the cowboyest of the cowboyest songs. Nice. And I'm black as shit, but it's so good. That's awesome. It's really good. Like, I don't, it's, it's. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna have you guys play. Like while we are setting up, I'm gonna play for you. It's so Sweet. good. Thank it's you. So good. Um, so the album is gonna be ready in September. Like hopefully then things are open. That'd be will great. You ha- <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh will you have like a lunch party at Pacifico? I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. I mean we're gonna try and do everything we can. Um, we're gonna be doing lots of singles coming forward one by one. You know, get to when hear will a bit the first one come out? Uh, we're gonna probably have one next month. It might not be from the album, but definitely by March, we'll probably have a, a single. Definitely, probably. How will you decide <laughs> our first single? How do you decide your first single, man? That must be crazy. Yeah, well, we flip flop. We've been flip flopping this week on which one the first one is gonna be. You yeah. gotta feel it. It's like yeah. this is the one. Right, we just right, listen to it. Right. And we feel it. Like people right. gotta hear this song. Right, right. Think we know which one that is. And just how the kind of music industry is going, it's turning into really like single centric with releases. Like you could. You, you could have an album, um, you know, ready to go, but just like in terms of Spotify for artists, how they, 
you know, there's a lot of algorithmic algorithmic playlists, and they you could only pitch one song a month yeah. to the Spotify the for Artists like, team. Yeah. So it's like they um, you could still release an album, but they I, I guess it's kind of might make more sense from an algorithmic perspective to do the more way the singles. business works now. It favors singles, mm. so try to make the most of them. So, like, do you ever, you know, get it, get this, okay, so you have four songs, and you're like, this is the one, Yeah. and people are like, fuck this song, and the one you're like, okay, whatever, and people are like, oh my god, this song, do you ever have that? Definitely. Yeah. How do you handle it? It's, I mean, it's like, we like getting outside perspectives on a lot of things, mm-hmm. so it's like, you really kind of have to trust your gut at the end of the day, because mm. like us trusting our guts kind of got us where we are. So we need to have faith in it, but yeah. it is like, you know, we are so excited. We send it to someone. They're like, you know, they give us some critique. They're like, Oh no. Like, Sometimes it's great though. Sometimes somebody will say something negative and you feel like bummed about it, but then you'll think and you're like, actually I could change the song and then it'll be better this way. And then it actually was a really good thing. So I'm mm. glad that they kind of made me feel bad yeah. about that. Cause I learned from it. So. But it's like, I put so much work into that song. Okay. Can't oh, take shoot. it personally. Oh God. Justin is going to okay. kill me. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, I have so many questions and I think I'd like to, have you guys back after we have like one or two singles so we'll talk before the album comes out again because you guys are so fun thanks man and thank also, you also, a lot of fun also i'm gonna be like when you guys come back next time i'm gonna ask you to show me what the fuck because i was looking at your computer i was like it doesn't make sense what like it's like a spaceship your your controller is that what it's called yeah, like, that'd be a dj controller yeah, i'd be yeah. happy to share we both like do tutorials and teach people i, I taught a, a class on production I, I love it, you know. That, that's one of the things we've been doing, actually, is, uh, like, doing some private lessons for DJing and music production, like, since the pandemic oh. happened. Just to, like... Okay, it, so, like, only from your website or... Uh, on Zoom, you oh, know? Oh, oh, no, I mean, I mean, like, how people can, like, sign up for it. Yeah, PM us, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> DJ, like, or some people come over and hit say. It's mostly just, just, like, kind of people we know already who we talk mm-hmm. to is, like, you know... I. I want to learn more about this topic and uh and we've we've been filming tutorials as well that we're putting on our youtube page um okay i need to check that out because like that's the thing but but then you need to get that software tractor is called yeah well and then there's garage band which is what i started with which is the free version that's for producing and then there's free versions of serato for djing so there's it's pretty easy to get into it I, i love helping people start it's such a gift. I'm so thankful to the people who helped me along the way initially. And the more people that are doing it, the better. Mm. There's no such thing as competition. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all, we're all in this together. Yeah. It's great. No, no yeah. yeah, yeah. The one thing I, I, this one I stole from my grandmom is like, that we're all here to help each other. Mm-hmm. And like, I used to be pissed when she, like, cause it's like, you know, I'll be like, I can't fucking eat and we're giving all these people our food and shit. And she was like, you know, we're all here to heal. And now I'm like, I don't know, 20, 40, whatever years later, it makes sense now. You like get it, it makes yeah. a whole ton of sense. So yeah, you guys, you guys are onto something. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. on the show. Thank but you. But I can't let you leave without like at least fucking just a tiny, tiny set. We Let's could... play some music. Okay, yeah. cool. Let's do that. Yeah. So it. we got like a kind of a, a mini mix. We're just gonna kind of take you through some of our favorite originals and remixes, and I'll I'll curate it. And just talk a little bit about the songs. It works for me. And uh, yeah, thank you again, Israel. Really no, this was it. great. And I'm really going to have you guys back. So once the first single is out, like, uh, do you put links for people to pre-save your singles and Sometimes, stuff? Sometimes, certain songs. Okay. We okay. might for the next one. Yeah, yeah, you should. I'll pre-save it. Sweet. Okay. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Last thing, check out our merch. Oh, yeah. com slash new dash products. Yeah. <laughs> So, great. like, right from the website, people can get this? Yeah, they can order it. Okay, yeah, we got great. lots of them on there. Facebook, too. <laughs> Facebook. And, and your Instagram is at Pinion Loop. That's yep. it. Yeah. A-N-D-P-I-N-E-O-A-N-D-L-O-E-B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank Easy you so remember. much, guys. This is great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Blackout Podcast. This is the Pinio and Loeb mini mix. We're going to be taking on a tour of some of our favorite remixes and originals. We're kicking her off with Circles. This is one of uh, crowd favorite we've heard. So hope you enjoy. Featuring KO on vocals. Circles through my head. Circles, circles. 
We dropped in the summer. Get up the air trumpet. Body Right featuring Rumpus from Saskatchewan. We dropped this one on the Russian label Mixed Feed. Hope you enjoy. Here we go. Tribute to Mac Miller. Hope you enjoy.
Boys, Tenian Low Remix, Intergalactic. Got a couple left. Thank you so much for uh, jamming out. Shout out Blackout Podcast. Olivia O'Brien, released on Island Universal Records. Hope you enjoy it. Podcast, here we go. track thank you so much blackout podcast for having us we're penny on loam we're from halifax so much fun this is our cover of digital love with rich o'coin cameron haas and sparky
Gotta give a big extra shout out to the guitarist Sparky coming up. You got Carpa Tunnel playing this part. Halifax, Richard Coyne from Halifax as well. And Cameron Hawes, big collab track of our album Elevation. Blackout Podcast, we love you. Here we go. so much we're pinning on lobe big shout out to blackout podcast for having us take care keep the positivity going peace and love, peace and, love. and we'll see you next time